Welcome to another segment of Market Overdrive. I am your co-host or host. What am I, Nick? You somebody. <laughs> I'm my mother's daughter. Welcome to another episode of our show. It's been crazy. We're waiting for our co-host Mimi Luna, and um, but we can't sit tight anymore. So, Nick, why don't we uh, start the show? We got to start it. Can't wait for Mimi forever. And we can't wait for you Plus, to fix gonna, your headphones. I'm explode. Yeah, I got to fix my headphones. Plus, I'm going to explode if we don't discuss today's topic because it's a good one. It is a great topic today, and in the house, we have our very own accountant who's just recently joined the Mod Squad. Her name is Tamika Scott-Reed, or is it just Tamika Reed? That is great. Tamika Scott. Welcome on Market Overdrive. How are you? This is the part where Nick goes ahead and asks you a little bit about yourself, but I'm just going to go through it because I'm going to pretend like Nick's not here today. I don't hear her on the mic. You don't hear her? No, I don't. I don't Maybe hear her either. Do we have help. her audio? Is it mic three? I don't hear her on the mic. Five? Okay. You're on? Can you hear her? Speak up. Hello? I still can't hear her. Technical, technical. We're just going to do this without Tamika Let's just Scott. do this without Tamika. So Tamika Scott is here. She's going to start telling Nick, us so about how do you save on taxes? <laughs> you know, just, uh, just, uh, I don't just, uh, know. Honestly, this, that you is know what? You'll be the worst person to I'm give tax advice. I'm the worst accountant mankind. Because I don't know what you do with <laughs> yeah, your taxes. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what I do with my taxes. I just turn them into someone like Tamika and just let it run from there. Sit <laughs> Tamika, there and say, wait, on? how much? I think so. Okay. Oh, there yeah, she is. And she's on. How are you? I'm great. Great. Are you How excited are you? to be on? Uh, this is your yeah. first show, isn't this it? This is my first it's show. It's her first time Ooh-wee. in forever. You nervous? <laughs> yes. Can you not do that? I, I, like I need to her to be on point so she can elevate she, our class. She's our, already forgetting that she's she nervous. Is. <laughs> There's only 4,000 people watching it. Oh my it's God. not a big deal. Thank you. Thank you. No do problem. That. Tamika, do please tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. So I am working for Money Market Financial Peace. Um, I do taxes there. I've been doing taxes for 20 years. Wow. Um, Really? Yes, really. I uh, look forward to working with clients, analyzing their taxes, and making sure we get the most money back with their refund. What what was the trigger? Why go into taxes? I like working with numbers. I like analyzing numbers. And so I um, started doing taxes at H&R Block. And so I loved it. So I went went full speed. Someone who actually enjoys what she does. I love that. I mean, it takes a sort of some sort of passion to do numbers and be able to go through everybody's like expenses and analyze it. But the reason why Tamika is here today is because it's very important that you understand how to optimize that, you know, like the ha- tax return so you can use it for what we do best, which is sell and buy property. In this case, it's for you to buy something. So Tamika is going to give us a few tips on how to get more money from your tax returns. Um, are you excited to me? Because everybody's super excited about this topic. It's tax season. It's tax season. So I can start with tip number one. Well, before you go ahead and do uh, go through our tips, let's go through the rundown and what we're going to be discussing today. Um, so we're going to be talking about, where is my list? Number one, increasing uh, contributions, being a good citizen and making charity deductions. Number three, understanding tax credits. Number four, lowering tax withholdings. And number five, best way to pay medical coverage for those 1099 business owners. So we're going talking about that today um why don't you go ahead and start with that um contributions to ira well mm, 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 mm. no before no. we do anything what are we gonna do we have to hit her with a question oh no this is my question <laughs> well no we gotta hit her with my question first and foremost because my question is important because it's brought to you today 
My question, right. which is also known as the Nitro question. <laughs> it's the question of questions, and sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're serious, but at the end of the day, they're very important. Make it important. funny today. They're very important. So the Nitro question up. is brought to you today by Joanna Diaz with Credit RX. We all understand that you're getting refunds soon, and if you can't afford to actually put it down, all of it down as a down payment, but your credit is still in some desperate need of repair or help, you might want to contact Joanna Diaz at Credit RX. We'd like to thank her for sponsoring the Nitro question, which today, Tamika... Today's Nitro question is going to be, I mean, we're kind of fascinated. We don't get accountants or tax people ever on this the show. This is a serious everything, show. Everything is, is pretty much <clears throat> very transactional related for us attorneys, realtors, mm-hmm. loan officers, all that stuff. So my question is going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, what is the most, you don't have to answer it now, we're going to wait about 20 minutes or so. What is the most um, Baffling or insane tax scenario, you obviously don't have to give us anybody's name that you've ever seen where you're like head scratching and can't believe what you just saw and you've had to deal with. Are you her new client? Soon. (laughs) (laughs) But if you say my scenario on on the air, we're going to have a problem. So keep my business to yourself. To yourself. No, nope. please don't. So please you share think about scenario. it. Let it marinate a little bit. Think about one of the most craziest things you've ever seen, where it just kind of had you scratching your head, going, "Huh?" And then we'll come back for the Nitro question, brought to you by Credit RX and Joanna Diaz. Love it. Great question. Okay, so let's start with that. You know, with that question, like, how can people get more money out of their, you know, tax returns? You said that um, contributions to your IRA is one way to do it. Can you expand on that? So by contributing to your IRA, um, you'll be able to take the amount of your contribution used to reduce your tax liability, which um, which will reduce your tax income and then your tax liability. Closer to the mic. Okay. There you go. It's cool. Technical, everybody's having technical difficulties today. Wow. Just becoming one of those days. So go ahead. Let's rewind that. Go ahead, Tamika. Okay, so um, by contributing to your IRA, um, maximum contribution is fifty five hundred. If you're over fifty, is sixty five hundred. That reduces your taxable income, which also reduces your tax liability. Rewind that though, so so people understand in layman's terms, if you make sixty thousand dollars a year, you're being taxed on sixty thousand dollars sixty thousand dollars a year, generally speaking. Right. But contributing. Deducting that fifty five hundred that you're contributing, now you're left with fifty four thousand five hundred dollars that they can actually tax you on. Correct. They couldn't. They didn't tax you on the addition. The first fifty five hundred. Right. Right. So you're able to reduce your tax liability that way. Putting it in an IRA allows you to put money away, invest it in stocks, bonds, CDs, or even real estate, and make it grow. But let's get real with it, right? Because today's topic is about real estate and how we can use this to be able to buy our first homes. If somebody's a first-time home buyer and they want to be able to tap into this, can you tell me, like, am I able to make a withdrawal from that account? You are. So you can make a withdrawal from that account. Um, Normally, you have to wait till you're 59 and a half. That's too old. That's too old. That's your age, right? Yeah. It's Carla's age. (laughs) To avoid the penalty, you can reduce... um, the 10% penalty by taking money out if you need it to buy your first time home. But wait a minute, it's my money, I'm putting it away, and now you're going to penalize me because I need it for like something very important like home ownership? Well, if you take it out for home ownership for the first time, you will avoid the penalty. Okay. So if you take out the max is 10000 you can take mm-hmm. out as a down payment for your home, and that allows you to avoid uh, the 10% penalty. <laughs> Right, and it may not seem like a lot, but Nick, ten thousand dollars goes a long way. When it comes to financing, what can somebody get with a ten thousand um, dollar 
uh, you know, just having $10,000 in their bank account. Hoo-wee. Well, let's see. 3% down is the minimum requirement down payment for a mortgage. Um, so in that case, $10,000, I mean, let's just say $9,000 would be, you know, on a 3% on a... Um, let's do like a $250,000 Purchase scenario, right? So it's $7,500. $300,000 is $9,000 on uh, 3% down. Correct. And then if you get, you can get a program like an IDA, which gives you $7,500 grant towards closing costs, uh, or I'm sorry, towards down payment, it basically, you're able to buy something uh, and become a homeowner this year if that's the plan, right? Right. So 10000 can go a long way if you're able to take it out of your IRA. There's other scenarios, too, that you said that could go with not getting penalized for taking that money out, out earlier? You can certainly take them out for medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are unemployed and you need it for medical expenses, you can take money out for that. Um, also, tuition, <laughs> college tuition for kids or for yourself or your spouse. Right. Um, you can use it for that as well. And we're not advocating for you to use your IRA as a savings plan, right? This is like worst case scenario, but these are options for you. And that's why Tamika is advising you on how you can do that and why you should do that. Because I know a lot of people complain, right? They have a job and they're like, by the time I get home, my takeaway is, you know, like $1,200 or whatever. So just know where it's going and eventually you're going to be able to use it. And you can, in fact, use it to make a purchase if that's what your goal is for 2018. Great stuff. Why don't we just go ahead and move into the next one? The next one you said it was charity deductions. What do you mean by that? So by if you're able to itemize your taxes, which would be a great opportunity for you to use to reduce your um, income as well, you can go ahead and contribute to one of your favorite charities. And by contributing to one of your charities, not only are you doing something from the heart, but you're also (coughs) reducing your tax liability. I love it. Giving back is something that's very important to us. And the Mod Squad (coughs) has recently joined St. Jude's um, Children's Research Hospital, and we're going to volunteer at the 5K um, walk run in September. So we're encouraging everybody to join us. I actually have a t-shirt to give out to the first person that emails me through Facebook or inboxes me and says that they're going to join us to do the run walk in September. if you want this fancy cool t-shirt and it says volunteer on it because it's my very own i didn't wear it though but (laughs) if you want my t-shirt i would love for you to join us in our mission to stop children's um you know stop this cancer issue so anyway great way to give back obviously and our show it's um it's about being able to take out you know take out deductions so you're able to lessen your tax burden i think that's a really good one because people are actually giving back and they're also being able to optimize it correct correct what other ways is it with the charity deductions? You said there was something with dollar per dollar example. What does that mean? Well, that's a different um, subject. So we talked a little bit about tax credits and mm-hmm. having credits is a little bit better than so much deductions because credits actually go towards reducing the tax liability amount that dollar for dollar where deductions <laughs> is really based on the amount of money that you make. Okay, go run that by me again, a little slower. (laughs) Did you get it? Not at all. I mean, if you give me $1,000 as a donation... Help the needy. Never happening, but go ahead. So <laughs> dollar per dollar, he gets a thousand dollar credit. So if he did it as a um, credit, credit meaning something for an educational credit, child. I'm tax always learning. Credit. But a charity deduction is actually deduction, so it, it's based off your adjusted gross income and how much money you make. What about gifts? Don't you get like some kind of tax credit on a gift? You do. It's kind of like a deduction. So, so if I gifted Carla $5,000, for example. Please gift Carla $5,000. Carla has to qualify for a charitable <laughs> organization, and unfortunately, she doesn't qualify. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. 
However, St. Jude does qualify. See? Jude <gasps> does. You Jude. can donate to St. Jude's and you Saint get the Jude's t-shirt. Cool. I have done a lot of donating and I will donate to St. Jude's. Yay! So just stop. We got one person. Stop haggling me for the last two weeks. I will donate so you, to St. Jude's. So I have you did get record. my text messages. Please, you just I just keep me. ignoring you. Just ignore you. Don't I'm worry. St. Jude's, I will be donating. Just let this Yay! go. Please take your attack dog off of me now. <laughs> Official. Okay, moving on to the number three, and we're going through these very fast, so I love it. Um, tax credits. Child tax credits, what does that mean? So if you have children, um, you get the opportunity to reduce uh, your your taxable income by the amount of children you have. So ta- child tax credit is about 1000 per child. That's oh, wow. It. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a lot. But it's better than nothing. Dollar child per dollar. costs you more than $1,000 right. a month. Yes. That's Jesus. like your kids' gym shoes or something. <laughs> I don't have any kids, but if I do, if anyone's listening out there and I have any kids that I don't know about, please come through the door at 2101 West Division. Love to meet you. Are you serious right now? That was so weird. You never know. You never anyway, know. why? Because you want to claim the $1,000 deduction. <laughs> what if like a 20-year-old walks in the door and be like, oh, oh, oh. It looks like you. <laughs> That's terrible news, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, so you get $1,000... And it's dollar per dollar on your deduction. So that's more money you can get so you can get a bigger tax refund. You can get a bigger tax refund. What is this you're saying about, and we're going by, you know, through the rundown because we had an opportunity to review what she wanted to talk to uh, us about today. Education tax credits, what is that? So if you're in a, if you're getting a certificate or if you're in a college, you get the opportunity to deduct the expenses of college tuition off of your um, tax refund. Oh, that's right. It's been so long for me that I forgot. So you're able to, yeah, you're able to deduct that and a lot of people forget because the university is it the university or the um the loan company that gives you that borrows that lends you the money that you're able to discount or it discount. can be the university or it could be a, a side you know navin a side loan company or a bank that gives you a loan for a company but really just your expenses is what we're looking at and what we're talking about when we talk about a deduction so if i spend twenty thousand dollars in college <coughs> education this year how much is how <coughs> can i deduct it is it is a limited amount that they base it off of so you can you don't get the full twenty thousand dollars but I was you just do gonna go get back to some school. of the uh, education i need tax, tax deductions <laughs> I'm, gonna Not a, kids. I'm gonna take a side track i know we have a rhythm and a script that we have to follow but once in a while it's best to improvise you're saying some stuff that's actually irking us to think a thousand dollars for a kid is is all <laughs> i mean i i'm just like i was excited to have a bunch of kids but there's no savings anyways no unfortunately i mean come on <laughs> you were gonna have <laughs> kids for the tax, tax credit <laughs> yes not guaranteed yes like every year. no all kidding aside though is there anything on these are you know types of deductions have been around for quite some time is there anything out of all these standard more basic fundamental deductions that uh, everybody should know that has changed significantly that is eye-opening with the recent tax laws with the recent tax laws well more towards the real estate more and not so much towards children but um the real estate tax laws it's been limited i think you guys have talked about this before where you've got ten thousand um as a limitation this year for a state local tax deduction in your real estate so ten thousand is the max that you can um deduct this year and you know there's the famous joke about the rich getting richer and getting breaks and stuff but like didn't they raise the mortgage interest from 750 to a million well like it this? was originally a million so they lowered the max deduction to 750 oh yeah all right so the rich didn't get richer they took some away and ten thousand, you know that's kind of crazy because a lot of you know if you're in anywhere near 
a big metropolitan, whether you're in Chicagoland, New York, uh, Los Angeles, Miami, 10,000 is kind of an average suburb in those surround, surrounding areas. Exactly. So that's where all the population is in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of population in rural areas that are much more you know, uh, inexpensive in taxes, but you're talking about the masses are around big cities, and the immediate suburbs to big cities typically are seeing property taxes at a 2 or three, 2%. For sure, right. So ten thousand is such a big number of people in this country that they could cap they cap out at ten thousand dollars a year in taxes. So that's a nice little hit, right. or I should say, a nice little revenue stream for uh, the Internal Revenue Service from here on out. Right. Oh, we're flipping that script. <laughs> you know. Hey, it's our civic duty, right, <clears throat> to pay taxes because it goes towards all the services. I think everybody that we agrees. Get. It's, it's a, the fight is not about should we pay taxes. The fight is about how much. What is right. fair? What's you know, a fair there's other countries or? that you know are at fifty percent and sixty percent, and they say, "Oh, well, you're lucky you're not Denmark or it's so and so that's at fifty or sixty percent." That's a bold, broad statement because they're at fifty sixty percent, but when they walk into a store and it says five dollars, they pay five dollars more times than none. We walk, you know, we pay the taxes from our income. And then, then we pay property taxes. Right. Then we pay taxes on every the piece of taxes. merchandise that we buy, the sales tax. So everything we do is tax on top of tax. What is sales taxes? 8.7, <clears throat> what is it? It's Depending six and a quarter. Yeah, six here. And, here it's more than that, isn't it? It's um, six and a quarter for the state and about 8% for Chicago. Chicago. So these are all things that we pay and we don't even realize that we're paying. But, I mean, I understand that, like, you know, to pay for services, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with people who say that, you know, they're not going to pay taxes and they hate it because at the end of the day, as, you know, even people who are investing in properties and flipping properties nowadays, is it's kind of like you're a silent investor. You have to allocate funds for that. And I know that offline, you and I were talking about, like, saving money and putting money aside for, you know, for your payment. And I know a lot of 1099 people forget to do that. But that's right. another show. <laughs> uh, why don't we move forward and talk about these? You said, so we have tax credits that we can take advantage of. And seriously, Mimi's not here, but she could attest to this. You know, her daughter is in college. So these are savings that you can take. And while education in America, it's not necessarily free. There are these tax incentives that can help families, you know, pay for their school. Mm -hmm. So you said child tax credits, education tax credits, and professional licensing for anybody who wants to, um, wants to, to, to obtain higher education. I mean, how can you front upon that, right? Right, right. Those are all great things that you can, you know, better yourself, improve your value, and then deduct them off for your taxes. And it's very important, right? Because at the end of the day, we want you to be able to remember to claim these things in your taxes so that way you can be able to get more money at the end of the year. Um, The number four was lower tax withholding uh, in order to get more money at the end of the year. What does that mean? So you can really just do an income tax projection and just make sure that you're having the right dollar amount come out of your paycheck. And by doing that, you would go to a W-4 form and fill out that form and reduce or reduce your um, holdings to make sure you get a little bit more back for your paycheck or take out more so that you don't have to pay such a large payment at the end of the year for the IRS. So anyone who's getting a W-2 or getting paid through W-2 by their company, their company is actually going out there to mm-hmm. remove or take out some of these contributions. And you're saying people just do it automatically. They don't even wrap their brain around it and they're leaving more money. So the the whole purpose and the whole goal is to make sure that you're not having a huge overpayment to the IRS or a huge refund because that's money that you could have been using all year round to invest in real estate. So 
if you go ahead and do an income projection or a simulation and try to figure out just how much money you plan to make this year and figure out how much your withholding should be so you don't have a huge overpayment to the IRS. And that's the whole goal of um, working with your W-4s to make sure that you have the correct amount of withholding from your paycheck. Now, this may be a lot of information for somebody who's a novice and doesn't understand the intricacies of accounting and being able to file taxes on their own. And a lot of people think that they can do that. At which point do you recommend, right? Because a lot of people do the TurboTax or whatever online systems. At what point do you recommend that someone seek help from a professional like yourself? At every point, (laughs) to be honest with you, they should seek help because even if you think you just have your W-2 and something just really simple, you don't know what tax deductions you could be leaving on the table. Um, If you don't make a significant amount of money, 30000 or less, you could be getting earned income credit. There are different tax deductions. You should seek um, tax investment advice uh, to get Make sure you're just getting the right amount of deductions. Especially when you say that someone should look at their withholding to recalculate their withholdings, right? Because a lot of people may not understand at what point is it worth it. Like, how do I how do I guesstimate this or estimate this in order to to do this? Like, you know, I'm just going by. I'm so happy I just got a job. I just graduated college, and so I'm not really looking at the at the intricacies of my paycheck. I just know that a lot of money is being taken out, and I have less disposable income. But you know, it is important to contact you at that point, right? So that you can analyze the whole the whole puzzle and figure it out for them exactly offline you also were talking about a pr- another like i think it was like a savings account you said it was um a 360 capital one account that somebody could do i mean if i'm you know if i'm recalculating my withholdings and i have more liquid assets or more money that i can put away um what do you say we, what do you recommend we do with that money you can go to Capital One 360. Um, it has a higher yield normally than most institutions, and it is, um, it's really Internet-based. So you just send money through the Internet, through your bank account, transfer it there. It's not easily accessible normally, and so it's a good way to save money so that you don't, you're not tempted to just drive into <coughs> a local bank and take it out. So you don't use it on shoes like Nick? Yeah. <laughs> hey. or, or Dre Beats. Whatever works. <laughs> Oh, is that what he's got? Yeah. He's by Dre. He's by Dre. <laughs> but it's important that people, you know, because even if you don't have $10,000 now or my, or 3% to put down towards, you know, the average home that you've been, that you've had, you have your eye on, you could definitely save money up to that point so that, you know, you're able to eventually, maybe not this year, but in six months or so, so on, you can go ahead and buy something. I mean, that's ultimately the goal. Or even if it's not real estate, I mean, these are great tips so that you are able to get more money out of it, right? Correct. All right, let's move on. Nick, you got something to add? Where in God's name is Mimi Luna? <laughs> is that like, where is Carmen? Like, San she's Diego? not even, like, late. She's on the wrong day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the problem when someone shows late or has traffic or something happens. God forbid, hopefully she's all right. I mean, we're teasing, but hopefully she's okay. Um, oh, all of a sudden you have but, a heart. Uh, somewhat. Don't get used to it. <laughs> you bleed. Um, but the reality is that, like, there's a lot of stuff in here that she was supposed to uh, contribute, and... Um, you know, so we're going to wing it a little bit. I mean, at the end of the day, this stuff is confusing. You know, <laughs> that's it's why confusing. you just go it's, see your tax account. You go, you Give go me see a him. call, and uh, we'll and I, talk about it. <laughs> I, I was, you know, I, I was speaking with a close friend the other day, and they were telling me that um, they do their taxes, and they they make about eighty thousand dollars a year, and they do their taxes and only get back a thousand dollars every year, and they're single, the whole nine yards. And I was like, that just doesn't sound right, right? You know, and they're like, well, I just do it myself. One time I went to an accountant, I got 500 bucks back going to an accountant, and it cost me 500 bucks to pay the accountant, <laughs> and so it was like a wash, it was a waste of my time. I said, yeah, but back then you were making $40,000 a year. Right. 
Now you're making eighty thousand dollars. Don't you think something's wrong? I mean, it, there's got to be something you can do to get some of that money that you've you, you're on W two. They paid a lot of taxes on eighty thousand okay. dollars, and um, I'm one hundred and ten percent convinced they're not doing everything they're supposed to. So I frown. I, I don't look. There's a lot of people in this world that like to do things themselves. You want to go ahead and do your own kitchen. You're a handyman. It's your house. Do what you want. You want to go do your own, uh, wash your own car, because that's what you enjoy doing. Well, your own lawn. I don't care. Do what you want. But this is something that you probably are hurting yourself with. Right. There's right. no joy in losing money, is there? There is no joy. Right. So, I mean, you get a joy out of washing your car or doing the, you know, remodeling your kitchen by yourself, because mm-hmm. you could say you put your time into it. There's no, like, love and joy saying, I did my own taxes. Right. Because you could have made a mistake. <laughs> and no one loves losing money. Right. Or leaving money on the table. Right. That you could have been using. Right. So my advice to everybody is like, you know, you just go get somebody. Get somebody that does this for a living. Go to somebody, you know, whether they're at a mid-level range or at the top of, the, you know, their field. Someone's better than you probably are doing them yourself by grabbing some of that TurboTax stuff and you know, just pl- clicking buttons that you don't even understand. Right. Because in my line of work, we tell clients, here's an application. Go ahead and fill that out. Do you understand how many times they fill it out incorrectly? We already know they're wrong on their income. We know they're wrong on, you know, their desired loan term. We know that we know how many things they fill out, which you would think are simple questions. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your monthly income? Do you know that sometimes they put in their annual income? Sometimes they put in their net income, not their gross, is what we specifically say monthly gross income. <laughs> so it's always done incorrectly, but now it's okay because we're here to protect you and do your loan to get it approved. I don't think the IRS say, hey, you sure you put that in right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We'll I think you it. did that wrong because we owe you more money. It doesn't work like that. Right. They're certainly not going to come back. They that. audit you if you did it incorrectly, but they definitely are No, when you, when you screw up, they're all over you. <laughs> you said that when with a lot up of passion. And, when you screw them up, I did, because this is getting sensitive. <laughs> when like, you screw up and you owed them more money, they are on it. Yeah, <laughs> but you if mis- you screwed you up and you gave them too much money. Income, Nick. <laughs> no, I'm not misrepresenting anything. But if you gave them too much inc- too much taxes, they're like, yeah, that's your... I mean, you screwed up. What do you want to tell you? Right. You, you didn't know? use the, the deductions. <laughs> and it's so true, right? Because even with real estate or financing, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, when they're escrowing their, their, your insurance and taxes into the payment, they're actually giving the bank an opportunity to grow money with that money that you're giving. If somebody's putting down 20%, they don't have to carry an escrow right, account. And so you can save that money and use it for something else. And at the end of the year, pay your insurance out of pocket and pay your taxes out of pocket. You don't need another company or entity to do it for you. But you wouldn't know, know that unless you were in the business and somebody would guide you through. That's why you have to go to an expert that does taxes on a regular basis, that understands this scenarios or can look at this puzzle yeah. and figure it out for you or the best case scenario to save you money yeah for one of those those people that more commonly those that waive escrows and don't want them in their insurance in their mortgage payment most of them actually say i'm like are you sure some people fall behind and then all of a sudden the tax bills kind of slap them out of nowhere and then they regret not having an escrow because it's also slightly more expensive to waive your escrow as well it's not like it's free to do it there's a little bit of a fee in there to get rid of it um, lenders want you to have an escrow because it protects their property too. Okay. But the more common answer is not worried about it because in, here in Cook County, the first installment's due in March. <clears throat> They're getting their tax refund in February or at the very latest March anyway. So they use that and push it over. And at least one of the installments is out of the way. Right. And that's, that's the most common answer, to be honest with you. 
Let's move on to the next uh, the next tidbit in advice. You also said that uh, the new tax reform has a way of being able to save us more money or not tap into what is money that we've earned and we can get better deductions. Um, can you expand on that? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that this was new, but we talked a little bit about a health savings account. And if you're in a high deductible medical plan, you can contribute to a health savings account, work similar to an IRA, where the money just grows tax free. And then you can you can use it for medical bills. So if you as long as you use it for dental, optical or something, medical bills, you're able to take that money out without being taxed on it. Um, So it's it grows forever without being taxed. That's great, right? Because a lot of the 1099, especially independent contractors like realtors and you guys are not independent contractors, right? Nick, hello? No. No. Okay. But it would make sense for someone like us who does the 1099 and it's able and we pay our own insurance. So that would be great for someone who's listening or it's just an independent person like, you know, beauty shop owner or I mean, give examples of someone who would be able to take advantage of this. This is anybody with a high deductible insurance plan. As long as you have a high deductible insurance plan, you can contribute to this. The max per family is about six six thousand dollars a single with no kids, $34.50, um, and that's the max you contribute every year. With Inside That Plans, there's investments that you can invest in, and so your money is continuing to grow. Oh, wow. So you're growing your money tax-defer, tax and you're able to increase that, and then you're able to, in other, you can use it whenever for... For, for a prescription, for prescription, glasses, glasses, dentists, dental bills. <clears throat> excuse me, dental bills. You can use it for most anything medical. No over-the-counter um, drugs, of course, but mostly medical. And this is to cover your t- your um, hospital visits, or is it just for the deductible? It's to con- c- contribute any. Con- it, yeah, it, uh, I do it all the time. For- <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> It pays for anything medical. So if it's a hospital bill, anything you have to pay out of pocket, you can pay But for. not my insurance policy, just the deductible. Just the deductibles. Makes sense. What makes sense is we're coming back around to that nitro question. Why? Okay. Really? You, you better have that thing ready. I'm going to give you a couple <laughs> more minutes, but we're going to have to find out what that answer was to that question. Most craziest, insane scenario you have seen. Um, in your 20 years. You're 20 years. You've seen some crazy stuff. I've seen some crazy stuff. Wait, I have an We're accountant in that. the room, and I need her to give me free advice here. I mean, Do it can off we, the air. Can we get? Can we educate people? Wait, one more question. Not, not fix one your life. One more question. This is not fix Carla's life show. This is for my show. clients, okay? Yeah, and people well, who are yeah. watching and listening my want clients. to know this. <laughs> this is more like I have a friend. <laughs> Um, and they um, have a real big fear. Tamika, I'm working with somebody seriously who has who's doing a 1031 exchange. I'm serious about this. So you said there were some changes to the 1031 exchange rule? It just limited the amount of time that you can use it. it 45 days. 45 days. You can no longer use it for personal property. Um, I thought you can never use it for personal. Wait, what do you mean personal? In, uh, a, a, um, it's got to be it's investment property. To, right. It's limited to just um, personal or residential Real estate property. Okay. Um, did you say forty-five days? I thought it was ninety days before. No, forty-five yeah, days. They changed it to forty-five days. Wait, it changed from no. I thought it was always forty-five days. No. I- uh, <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. I, I'm the mortgage guy. Ask me what rates are doing today. I got you. You're asking the wrong guy. This is not what I do. This is what Tamika does. Not what I do. Okay, let Tamika do. Okay, Tamika, it's time for you to answer. The most insane. I most have a insane. Of, um, your nitro question. Then give us two. The turbo we'll take tax two. One. <laughs> I had one where you're right. If you they ask you questions and if you don't answer the question correct. 
correctly, you come out with a totally different tax return. So someone who was filling out, doing their own taxes, came out owning a business that they don't even have, and they filed their tax return on a business. Wait, what? They don't wait, wait, have. Wait, they, 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 wait, 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 wait. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> what is crazier people all I got my headphones you. on. Uh, 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 Please don't do right. that. So somebody filed taxes on a business that they don't own? They don't have. What was that the name of the have. company? That doesn't I, matter. I, I, I want to know So like you're saying like John Doe filed taxes on a prop on a on a, a business, business that, that someone have. else owns. They don't have. They don't even have. Oh, they they, they, they tended to be self employed. <laughs> oh, they like and just, it was just based off questions, and they didn't understand the question and the way it was being. Presented. In their defense, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your Honor, so, my client's insane. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he owns three businesses. <laughs> Sign the tax return, Warren Buffett. <laughs> I apologize. This is clearly um, uh, an insanity case. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Are you wow? I'm here to show you the yeah. way. You, you sounded like you taxes. wanted to give us one more. Um, the other one was really just based off of social securities and using someone else's social security, which what? ended up being a huge what? debacle. So wait, wait, he was he was claiming his taxes under someone else's social security. Someone else's social security filing under someone else. <laughs> No what? comment. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Well, moving on. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Who does that? That's uh, identity fraud. Right. That's crazy. That's boo boo. But at least you've heard it all, right? You've, you've seen, seen it, it all. all. And you see the the difference between somebody who you know who knows what they're doing or somebody who doesn't know what they're doing is that you're able to see somebody's scenario and it's like a puzzle. You're able to you know solve it for them and let them know like what's the best way to do things. A lot of people want to do this by themselves that they don't realize they may be leaving money on the table, correct? Correct. And because you're sequestered in our studio and I have you for a little bit more time, mm-hmm. I really want to talk about something that we do all the time and a lot of people are in a frenzy because they don't really understand what's happening and the changes with the um, with depreciation of real estate if you're already a homeowner. Can you please help us navigate to that so we can help people save more money on taxes? So depreciating the building hasn't changed much. You continue to depreciate. um, So if you're owning investment property, you're able to depreciate that um, off of your uh, residential rental property pretty much using a schedule e which i don't want to talk too much about that because i know it's you're just like call me talking spanish right so <laughs> she's speaking call, spanish yeah <laughs> one of us understands spanish please oh, go really? ahead and say it <laughs> i need the, the I other need the one just looks like they understand spanish <laughs> okay fine then where can we reach you if we want you to help us out geez i gotta pay for this now <laughs> please That's what I'm call saying. me at 630-384-9747 i love it can you repeat that again please 630-384-9747 see that's like our radio commercial do it again. That's right. That's <laughs> I know. right. Tamika Scott with Money Matters Financial Peace, an accountant that is showing you how to save some money. We have other sponsors that are a part of this show as well that we really? haven't mentioned yet today. Yep. Let's get through them. Let's is talk that about. Where you get your sexy voice? Let's talk about Mike Randick and Carmen Kamenarov. Stuart Title, cool sponsor. Mike and Carmen, thank you for sponsoring. Denise Edenhop- Edenhofer. Edenhofer. She's probably watching this and she's going to kill me again. Denise Edenhofer. With Fidelity National Home Warranty, Joanna Diaz, as we mentioned earlier, who sponsored the Nitro Question, is with Credit RX. Uh, give her a call. And, of course, Lisa Giacino with Allstate Insurance, another great sponsor of ours in 2018. These people are all pretty cool peeps. And we need to start seeing more of them. Tamika is one of the first ones. Well, no, we've seen Denise recently. Yeah, we're going to see Denise soon as well. Yeah. Where is Mimi? Uh, Mimi's on a... Did you tell her this Thursday? <laughs> I probably sent her the wrong calendar Next invite. Thursday? <laughs> This Thursday, 
Uh, anyway, Tamika, thank you for joining us today. Can you please share with us your last words of wisdom for someone who's watching and needs your help immediately? I would start an emergency fund. Start saving monies for emergencies. Um, even if you're looking to do home improvements or home ownership, it's a great time to start saving money. And what a great way to start. You should be get most people are getting a refund. Exactly. It's a great way to start an emergency fund. Exactly. Versus just feeling like you got some free money and you're going out there spending it. An emergency is not I want those shoes now or I want that new car now. She just says you. I don't. That's not me. It says you. You cheap. I, you can call me that all you You make want. a lot of money. You just cheap. I don't. You do. You're talking. The IRS is watching she's right cheap. now. I make zero money. She makes more money than she's ever told you, Mr. Iris. Iris. I have a lot of Mr. Iris. Listen, I, I do my civic duty. I know and understand that I have a silent investor in all of my transactions, including when I transact in real estate, and I'm more than happy to pay and, you know do what I gotta do. you try to wash yourself out of this mess. <laughs> I'm a true American. <laughs> close it out. Did you close it out already? Ooh, it's yep. kind of weird. Okay, remember if you inbox me, you get a free t-shirt and you get to run with us and walk for St. Jude's. Well, one last time we want to thank our sponsors from Stewart Title, Money Matters, Financial Peace, Fidelity National Home Warranty, Credit Rx, and of course Allstate Insurance and we want to thank Mimi Luna, who's not here today, but was supposed to be here today, and hopefully she's all right, and um, we'll see you guys uh, next week. But don't forget, you can always follow Market Overdrive on the WGN Podcast. Subscribe to the WGN Podcast Network, Network and download the subscription to Market Overdrive. Or if you're a YouTube fan, find us on YouTube, Facebook, forward slash Market Overdrive, Twitter, at Market Overdrive, and last but not least, Instagram, Market Overdrive, and always... You can get, grab our shows or watch us as well on our website, marketoverdrive.com. That's it. 5.30 p.m. next Thursday. We will be here at 5.30 sharp, I promise. <laughs> okay, maybe like 5.40, 5.45. Who knows? But we'll be here we somewhere around 5.30 on Thursday. Have a good one. Thank you. Turn the mic on.